murdered. Just know, right. just in the house. <laughs> no problem. I figured, I, I figured y'all was gonna be out, but I wasn't sure if um, y'all was still be or or what. So, figured I just what turn it over. So my my wife, she was like, after we saw the house this morning, she was like, let's go to um, um, Virginia. I was like, well, if we go, we might as well run into my mom. Mm. So went, see my mom, mm-hmm. and got kind of got stuck in traffic. There's a lot of people out. Got stuck in traffic. Oh, wow. Okay. I wasn't expecting for it to be that many people. It was like some traffic on the Virginia side, like right because she stays over in like, um, like right before you get to uh, Woodbridge. Okay. And then, okay. On the way coming back, on the way coming back, there was traffic, of course, on the Beltway and then also on BW Parkway. Mm. Yeah, this morning, um, it, was, it was beautiful. Now yeah. it's like... <laughs> Is it cloudy where you at now? Yeah. yeah. It was raining. Raining was on B-Dub. And then right we got closer to the house. It started like it's still cloudy, but mm-hmm. it's starting to like tamper off with some of the rain. Okay. Yeah, we haven't had any rain today, but it, you know the the clouds come in. They come and go. So it's, yeah, it was like this morning. We went for a run this morning. It was totally sunny, and I was outside. Um, just finishing, I've been working on the last couple of weekends, the power washing the front of our, um, the front stoop area of our house and the walkway and stuff. And so I was doing all that this morning. So that's pretty shaded, but you could tell that, you know, the sun was just, you know, the clouds kept going and coming and stuff. So the heat today yeah. reminded me of back home in Florida. <laughs> Florida, right? Yeah. Oh, with the humidity, I was like, "Oh man, it's hot." Wife was like, "It's not that bad." I said, "Are you crazy?" Yeah, I was. Um, I was out there, but with me, like I said, it's shady in the front of our house, and then with me messing around with that water, the power washing, I was, my feet were wet, and I was kind of wet the whole time, so I wasn't really. Yeah, I wasn't directly in the sunlight, but um, but this morning, like the first, so we got up pretty early, and me and Justin went for our run, and um, so yesterday, I had um, man, I I did a leg workout, and yeah. so yeah. I I was like, man, tomorrow gonna be kind of interesting, cause my leg like <laughs> yesterday oh, one night, of those workouts. <laughs> yeah, man. Yesterday night, my legs was like trembling. You know what I'm saying? Like they was like trembling <laughs> and stuff. And when I was like, I was struggling to walk down the steps. You know how like when you walk down the steps to catch yourself, you got to kind of yeah. you know contract, contract and control. And shoot, this morning, man, Justin left me in the dust. He was, he was, <laughs> I was like, man, I'm really showing my age today, boy. Whew. I bet she felt like, man. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm sure he felt good. Right, I'm sure he felt good, but I was like, man, he was there just looking at me like, man, you gonna finally get home? 
I'm like, man, I don't want to hear it, man. You ain't work out like I did yesterday. Like, whatever, whatever. But um, but it was all good, man. We um, so I'm uh, I've been up, I've been off my feet for like I guess the last couple of hours because I guess I finished doing that about one, and then I had to soak my feet because my like my feet were like really really hurting. And yeah. Tisha bought this thing. It kind of does like a self massage, you know, like a little massage and bubbles and stuff. And so I put my feet in that for like 30 minutes or so just to kind of chill out. And then um, I've just been chilling, reading since then. And here we are. So we got um, chapter 18 of Matthew, which is an awesome chapter. All yes. these chapters are really good in Matthew. <laughs> Um, it seems so relevant to right now. Yeah, and yeah. this is like <laughs> some serious, some serious nuggets for like the season that we're in right now yeah. as, a, as a nation, as a church body. I was like, man, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and it just really, I mean, it's so much in here, but you know, I, I love the way it starts out. Um, well, let's before we go too far. Let's just get a word of yeah, prayer. Yeah, start praying. Yeah. We can talk about it. Welcome to the Walking with Jesus podcast, a podcast that allows followers of Christ to experience Jesus in a new way with Evan and Malcolm, two regular guys walking with Jesus. Each week, we while we converse and reason about the things of the Bible and in our lives, we believe that Jesus will draw near and walk with us just like he did in Luke 24, verse 15. Now, here's your hosts, Evan and Malcolm, with an opening prayer. All right. Um, Heavenly Father, thank you for another day. Thank you for your favor thank you for your covering dear lord we just honor you and and praise you dear lord we give you thanks for everything that you have done and will do in our lives dear lord we pray right now that you give us clarity into your word have your word be planted in us dear lord in good soil dear father help us to not only be hearers of the word but also be doers of the word and as we go through this chapter dear lord let us fold what Jesus is talking about in this chapter into our lives. Let us fold it into practice, not just hearing it and reading it and and reasoning over it, but let us take it, take the challenge there, Lord, to actually live this out. We are praying uh, blessings over all of our listeners, dear Lord. We pray that they also be not hearers, but doers as well, dear Lord. We pray that Father, that, um, maybe not even this word will convert them, but that they continue to stay in the word on their own. Just continue to stay close to you, dear Father. Continue to walk with you, Jesus. We pray, dear Lord, that they just continue to have an open heart, dear Lord. In this times that we're living in and with uncertainty and so many people in need, dear Lord, it's, it's confusing. There's a lot of different words out there, a lot of different people talking a lot of different things. But we know yeah. you are the truth, the way, and the life, dear Lord. And we know that you're on the throne. So we pray, dear Father, as people listen to us and we convert, converse over your word, 
let the truth be known, dear Lord. Let it come out of our, our hearts and speak to our listeners and we speak to, a, speak to each other. We ask all these things in the name of Jesus. We pray for Brother Evan and his wife, dear Lord. We pray, dear Lord, that they continue to walk in your wisdom. Give them insight. Give them guidance into uh, the, the, the uh, house that they're looking for. And just continue to work in their lives, dear Father. We pray for Brother Evan and his family and continue to cover them. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, brother. No problem. Um, so the, this new King James version of it, it starts out, who is the greatest? And <laughs> Which I just, thought was interesting, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just because, you know, on sports radio and, you know, all over, it's always that conversation, right? Who's the GOAT, right? Yes. <laughs> Who's the greatest of all time? And I think that's what we're gonna name this 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 uh this podcast this session. It's it's the goat, right? Yeah. And <laughs> this is this is really a fundamental um teaching of Jesus, right? And it's and it's 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 really putting putting into focus this upside down world that Jesus presented to us right and mm -hmm. and as we talked about on thursday right you know that question that was posed to us what you know is this is this life hard is walking with jesus hard is being a follower of jesus hard and this is one of the reasons right i, I may not yeah. have articulated it that 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 night well but the fact that we are we are given as followers of jesus a way of life that is almost opposite of the way that we are raised, the way, the way that the majority of people in the United States are raised, right? Yes. Society as a whole is set up in a certain way and society, meaning the majority of people, right? There's institutions, there's um, um, groups. There's a lot that moves in a certain type of way. And what Jesus' ministry was all about was turning that upside down. And so yeah. it's like fitting, trying to fit. And, and I get and this might be this this might be a, a um, not way a, a incorrect way of describing it, but it's like trying trying to fit a round peg in a square hole. But it's also like we're not supposed to try to fit in, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So it, it's, it's difficult to connect with people when we're really not supposed to be, we're supposed to connect with them, but we're not supposed to fit into the, the way of life that they're yeah. living or that is presented to us. It's a challenge. It's, it's a challenge to try to still connect with people authentically but yet be at a distance, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So, so okay. it's, this is, um, um, that, that was, you know, let me get off my soapbox on that. But the, the, <laughs> the questions, the question that one of um, the disciples bring to him, who then is greatest in the kingdom of heaven? 
and um, Jesus proceeds to lay out to them. It, it's it's about being a child, right? And in contrast, the world said it, it's not about being a child in the world. The children are the ones who get the least amount of respect, the least voice, the smallest voice, if at all, in society. Yeah, looked down upon. Yeah, they're not, you're, you're to be seen, not heard, you know, it's, it's very different, but Jesus says, assuredly, I said, this is uh, 18, Matthew 18, verse three, and said, assuredly, I say to you, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. And that's just so cut and dry. Yeah, (laughs) right, right. And, and. You know, not to mention in verse two, he actually has a little child there for the visual. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's like, you know, come over here. You need to be like this. That's what I love about Jesus. It's like the, <laughs> the, the extremes that he will go to. Not, and it's not from pride to make a right. point. It's yeah, so that we yeah. un- actually understand what he's talking about. Because right. when I was sitting there reading this, I was like, I went back again as normal, looked back at the previous chapter at the end. I'm like, so the fish in the um the fish with his with the uh denarii, yeah, the pay the tax. Right. And right. how 18 comes off at that time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, so at the same time this is going on, they just oblivious. This I wanna say oblivious is just that I guess it's being used to being in the presence of God. Mm-hmm they omitted the fact of what God just did. Right, right. And I'm like, for us, we do the same. Being in the presence of God, getting in his word on a continuous basis. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you can just kind of get in an emotion of things and just, you know, I get food on my table in the morning, wake up, and there's a roof over my head. I have a bed, I have clothes on me. All that's yeah. that's miracles that right. God is doing. And so I can be like one of these disciples, like so. Uh, so Jesus, what's gonna make me great today? <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, am I really paying attention to what I'm asking? And I think even disciples—they're not really paying attention to what they're asking. It's like, what standard are they using to determine what's great, what's great. to begin with? Exactly, exactly. And I'm like. What 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 level of measurement are they even using? And it just goes to show how our default is in comparison. Like you really can't compare yourself to God. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like the default. Like I love what you said, and you're like, it's 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 hard to walk out this walk. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the reasons is because of that. The, the natural mindset is to look at things from that perspective. Or what makes me great? How can I? measure myself mm-hmm. to know right. if, if I'm achieving the yeah. right way, if I'm achieving yeah. on that level. Right, right. And that's right. what we're taught from coming up in our society. We're taught to look at things from that perspective. Mm-hmm. And in the kingdom of God, he's like, don't, 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 do not bring that over here. <laughs> basically, right. don't bring that over. You have to be basically, literally born again, meaning you also have to be a childlike mind towards me. Mm. Yeah, and I'm like, how he puts it, you forget about even entering the kingdom. Exactly. And he's yeah. talking to disciples. He's yeah. talking to the disciples, the followers. He's not talking to the unbelievers, just like in the other um, verses 
um, in other previous chapters, when he's saying to them, depart from me, I never knew you. He's talking to the disciples. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, this is something to really chew on. Like, yeah. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One of the things that um, that you mentioned and I took away from this first section here is how easily they get preoccupied. You know what I mean? Like you, they easily get and get preoccupied with trivial things like things that really have no consequence right it's and Mm -hmm. and, you know that that hope like i noticed that too like he just sent peter to go go fishing and bring some money back to pay the taxes right and then the, the the other disciple they're not even you know they're like whatever with that you know they they ain't even they there is no acknowledgement of that in this chapter. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, what? And, and there was another time where the brothers Zebedee, Zebedee um, did the same sort of thing. Jesus was talking and then they come over like, all right, when the mother came over and said, you know, can, will you make room for, for, for this, for my sons, right? Out of nowhere. Right out of nowhere, it wasn't like he was talking about, you know, um, this is how you get, you know, next to me. It it was out of nowhere, and Um, and yeah, but that's but to your point, that's how society is, right? It's all always about achievement because the mother wants to be able to say, Yes, they're going to be sitting right next to Jesus, (laughs) you know, in heaven, and the, the disciples here are like you know i'm the i'm the best i'm you know i like like i'm they're talking amongst each other obviously they're talking amongst each other and then they say you know what forget all this let's go to jesus and ask jesus who will be the <laughs> you know what I'm like jesus is going to participate in their argument too exactly right? <laughs> exactly because i mean because you know how you know how it went down right they there something happened and one of them's like no you ain't no good i'm the best Jesus already told me. He's like, Jesus ain't tell you nothing. <laughs> you know? And, you know, you just go back and forth. Next thing you know, like, well, we're not going to settle this amongst each other. Let's ask Jesus. Jesus tell us straight up. And it's almost like the disciples are representing society and society's preoccupation with stuff that has nothing to do with Jesus. Yeah. And I felt like that through this whole chapter. Yeah. Like, this chapter is in so much correlation with our society now mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. it's the natural it's the natural response for me because like you said at the beginning on ESPN there's always this conversation about who's the GOAT no matter what sport <laughs> yeah. even from sport to I just, I just think this is how it is for men in general we're yeah. always talking about who's the greatest who's the man, who is right. the GOAT yeah. whether it's we're rapping yeah. whether it's yeah, with yeah. Um, who's the yeah, who's the best? Who who's able to lay it down the best? Mm-hmm. And it's like with the disciples, they were just doing something that just came natural. Like, That's okay, right. who follows Jesus the best? Right. <laughs> right. Which just seems crazy. And then to just even think that 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 Jesus would actually participate in a conversation. And I just love how he gives a great example of how it is to be a leader. Mm-hmm. He he doesn't entertain it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead, he he he's like, okay, this is an opportunity for me to school you. 
I'm not going to make you feel bad mm-hmm. or even asking the question, even though you, you may by default on, on how once I finish the lesson. Mm-hmm. But I want to make sure you get out of this something greater. Like you can really change the perspective of how you're looking at everything. And that's awesome because in actuality, that's how a leader is supposed to respond. Yes. They're supposed to look at a problem or look at um, the group if there's any quarrel within the group and see how and look at it from a perspective. Okay, this is the time for him to teach exactly. rather than to pick a side or anything like that. I can teach. Yeah. To, and, and the lesson in and of itself is going to bring unity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I could picture the disciples when he's bringing a child and he's talking and saying, make yourself like one of these child, make yourself like a child. I can see the disciples like, forget about what we just talking about who the greatest is. <laughs> <laughs> This is right. wild, man. This is this is so it's so you know we have to take these. I mean, because the next whole section, next couple of sections is really Jesus teaching. Yeah. Right. So he takes this opportunity to kind of lay down the fact that you have to humble yourself. You have to humble yourself. And then again, another concept that is opposite of the world so opposite so opposite the world teaches you to be full of pride yeah have some type of dignity about yourself like yeah but but it's how can i put it especially here in america you're taught to carry yourself pretty a no-fly zone basically Mm -hmm. you stand up for yourself don't take none. Take no prisoners. Right. And yeah. especially if you're a black male in our society. Yeah, yeah. You, you, yeah it's the you, machismo. It's the macho yeah. man. Yeah, you, you yeah. gotta be that way. Because if not, you're going you're going to be stepped on. Exactly. You're going, it's already Taking that you are. Right. Yeah, you're already at the bottom of the totem pole because you're a black male. Mm-hmm. So now you gotta really carry yourself. You gotta be, I mean, we have to talk. Yeah. And we talked about it the other day coming up. Yeah. Your parents talk to you, have that talk for you. Since you're black, you got to work 10 times harder than the next person just to even right. get looked at. I mean, Chris Rock even made a special on it before with one of his stand-ups was saying that in his neighborhood, there's, um, in his neighborhood that he stays in, there's a doctor, there's a lawyer, and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and they're white. Mm-hmm. And he was like, here it is. I've been on movies, I've been on all that stuff. And he was like, all the cheating that, I, that I've done in my life, I'm filthy rich and all this. He said, I'm just staying with my next door neighbors. They're white. They're just basic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, it, what he was saying was make a joke out of it, but there's some truth to it. Right. There's some truth to it. So it's like, it, and what Jesus is saying in this context was like, forget all of that. Mm-hmm. Forget all of it. Forget all of that. How the, how the world is teaching you to be prideful about who you are. Like God is saying, Love who you are because that's I, I made you essentially. I made you, but you yeah. gotta love who you are in context of how I made you. Don't forget about me, yeah. which means you can't look down at somebody because I love what you said. In our society, we look at children as being, you know, that's the least. Mm-hmm. So therefore, they need everything. Yeah. You know, you can't come to them for an opinion on something because they, you know, it's not gonna be well respected. And Jesus is like. Well, 
Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. The Walking with Jesus podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. Nah, make yourself like a child. I mean, remember that you born, basically remember that you were born again. This is a kingdom that you don't know nothing about. Yeah. So you need to come to me about it for everything. Mm-hmm. Not just what you think that you're comfortable with. Everything. Even when you think that you're comfortable with it, still come to me about it. And that's how I love what we were talking about the other day with David. Mm-hmm. That's what David did. No yeah. testament. Yeah. He, yeah. Everything. I mean, dude was a straight up warrior. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not the type of warrior that we have today. Not putting no salt on any ones that we do have. <laughs> mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. they didn't have the weapons that we have now. So now, you know, you think of Rambo. Dude has a gun. We think mm-hmm. of David. Mm-hmm. You had to know what you was doing. Exactly. <laughs> it was exactly. straight up in your face combat. Right. And even right. then, he's like, I done been through I don't know how many battles. Lord, should I attack the Philistines this way? Should I stand behind the tree? Mm-hmm. Or should I go out in front? And he's waiting to get that confirmation back from the Lord. Yeah. And that's yeah. how we gotta be. <laughs> So it's so easy to to lean on your own understanding and understanding, because I mean you, you think about David. David was a skilled warrior from his youth, right? Yeah. I mean, and, and he gives God the glory for 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 showing, like instructing his hands how to make war, right? Like instructing him, like, and and so with that instruction, it's so easy to be like. I'm going to just use it. He already showed me what to do. I'm going to just mm-hmm. use it and, and sort of back justify going into war or getting into a fight or killing somebody. It's easy to do it because he has the skill. You can, you can, it, it's, and, and this is what we were talking about on Thursday and class is like so many times we make decisions on our own and then get Jesus, get God to co-sign. Yeah. Actually, you know? we 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 uh, what you call it? We plagiarize, yeah, <laughs> not plagiarize. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we sign it for him, like Jesus. Right. <laughs> exactly. We, we put his signature on it after we already made the decision, and I that resonated with me because I I know I've done that before, right? It, it's 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 basically you know, and and what you're saying is so true because David could have done that. And it is mm-hmm. clearly laid out in the in the in the scripture how he, and it's not like he struggled with it; he just didn't do it. You know what I'm saying? The the one time where he was about to go do something and kill somebody just out of you know because the person disrespected him, God stepped in. Mm-hmm. Right? God stepped in, and and Abigail came and and when the ball, the whole situation with the ball, and. I'm like, man, David was it was he strong will or did he just have that level of relationship with God? Reggie talked about it on Thursday. It's it's two things, right? It's being dependent, being like a child is being dependent on God and obedient. Yeah. And yeah, that's it's so true. It's just and and you know, it's really 
it, it's it's really that simple, but not so simple. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because because we also feel like you know God has blessed us, right? He he has given us these tools, right? He's given us these tools, and but think of it like this, right? I, I was just thinking about this um, after class on on Thursday. Right. If if you give a child like toys, right, and, and tell them to play with them. Now, if the child ends up throwing that toy through a window or something, right, we would be mad at him. Yeah. Right. But what if the child came back and said, Well, you gave me the toy? You know what I mean, and and so it's. I think it's, I think sometimes like we do that. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Do. Like we, we, we do, do that, that with God. God. <laughs> you know what I mean. We we will be like, well, you gave this to me, so like Adam, like Adam did. Yeah. like you, the woman <laughs> you gave me. The woman you right. gave me. <laughs> you know, and 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 really, you know, that's where, you know, that's disobedience. That is. That is that he has given us these tools, but we should continually just continually rely on him. We shouldn't be yeah. depending on our own thinking because it could it could come it, it, it most it most definitely is going to be in, in contrast to what God really wants us to do with those gifts. Yeah. Right. And even even how he I, lo- I love how he in this chapter. And in the same segment here, how their perspective, mm-hmm. he's flipping it upside down. Yeah. With, because them saying that one question, who's the greatest out of us, that's going to make, how can I put it? It's making, the, it's making somebody feel uncomfortable. It's it basically it's excluding them from ha- having the second commandment, that is love one another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I love how Jesus just he he he's he's flipping it around, but he's not just flipping it how he did it how he flipped tables around when when he got back to um, Jerusalem. He's mm-hmm. flipping it around slowly. Yeah. And like I love like in verse five, he says, "Whoever receives one such child in my name receives me, mm-hmm. but whoever causes one of these little ones who believes me who believes in me to stumble, it will be better for him to have a heavy millstone hung around his neck." And to yeah. be drowned in the depth of the sea. And yeah. it's like, if I'm thinking about me being the greatest, mm-hmm. who am I harming? Yeah. You know, like in the segment with um with Michael Jordan, with um the last, what was it? The dance. Was the last dance? Yeah, last dance, yeah. Yeah. And then some of the players that were talking about him, they were saying how he would demean or talk down to them mm-hmm. a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And but in, in our society, we look at MJ as like the greatest of playing yeah. playing the sport. Yeah. And what Jesus is saying in His kingdom, it's about others. Exactly. It's about how you viewing others. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, as I'm looking at this, and I'm looking looking at our society, our society is all about me, me, yeah. me, 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 me. I mean, certain, like, for example, certain rap songs you put on, 
you count how many, if you could get paid how many times where I or me is mentioned, (laughs) (laughs) you could be balling. (laughs) And it's like, but that's how we are taught. We're taught to look at me, 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 self, 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 self. I got to do for me. And yeah, looking out for yourself is important because you can't really look out for somebody else until you also address what your need is too. But at the same time, Jesus is like, you should be looking at others the way I see them. I see them as little children. Right. I see them so important that I have I have an angel protecting them. <laughs> I, I see them. Uh, that's how I see other people. Yeah. And that just flies so opposite of the disciples' question of who is the greatest. And Jesus is basically saying, you got to see it from my perspective. Yeah. I'm not looking at who is the greatest. I'm looking at all of you, uh, at all of the potential that you have. I'm looking at you as my children. Make yourself as a child to me, and you will see it. Yeah. And I'm, it's just so awesome because we're not taught to really think. You're not taught to think that way throughout school. Yeah. Really not. It's all about, yeah. I mean, even sometimes, and I hate to say it, even sometimes in a universal church, you have you have that even you have one choir against the other person's choir mm. and god is like if, if you're praising me there shouldn't be no verses yeah. <laughs> the only yeah. verses should be the verses in the song <laughs> exactly it should be just about glory it should just yeah. be about the glory of god and that again that's that's one of these things where we we're we shouldn't try to fit into the world but it's we're in the world right and and like you were saying, Jesus, you know, he he goes from talking about the little kids, how humble we should be in following him, right? And then yeah. he talks about, um, you know, in that humbleness, you got to be careful not to bring down. And and while he says, whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, I, I mean, he is referencing kids, but I go back to what he said first, right? He said we should be as children. Children. So, so it's almost like he's talking, he's talking about literal kids and then just when he's talking saints. about us. Yeah, he's talking about other saints, right? But then in seven, he says, Woe to the world because of offenses, for offenses must come, but woe to that man by whom the offense comes, offense comes. And it's, it's, it's the warning. Mm-hmm. It's the warning that we're, that things are going to happen in this world. And so, wow. So I'm, I'm thinking about this contrast that the disciples and society present to Jesus. Jesus says, no, my world, is, my kingdom isn't like this. It's, it's opposite. Let's just say it's opposite, right? Or it's yeah. upside down. And so here, just like we were saying, to follow him is hard. Jesus says, woe to the world because of offenses. And I, I just, that's, that's it, right? That's, that's, what, that's part of the reason why it's so hard, because Jesus tells us it's going to be hard. There's going to be mm-hmm. people that come up against us. There's people that's going to hurt us. There's people that's going to say stuff about us. There's people that's going to just you know make life miserable for us yeah but so he gives that warning but he, and he also gives the warning to the persons that does that 
right? So like if if we are we lose our mind and we start talking crazy about other people or talking crazy about or we make it hard for someone to follow Jesus, you know, God forbid. Yeah. But yeah. The, you know, that's the warning and it just you know and I don't want to beat that horse too hard because while it is hard to to live and follow Jesus in the way the world is set up in society, we have the victory, right? Mm-hmm. We have the victory, even our faith. So, so it, it's it's a reality. We acknowledge that it's going to be hard, but we're equipped to still do it. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's a good. That's good. Because it's so true that it, it, how can I put it? When seeing somebody wrongs you, mm-hmm. but when you remember what God says mm-hmm. about somebody that wrongs you, that mm-hmm. kind of changes your perspective. Yeah, yeah. I know for me, it makes me be like, whoa, like I, I, I don't want to see what God is going to do to the person that yeah. just tried to do something bad foul to me. Exactly. You know, because exactly. I'm like, it's, he's literally giving a straight up warning here. This is this is coming out of the words of Jesus, yeah. and he's saying that. And and not only he he's gonna he he does a follow up in the pre in the next in the upcoming verses with saying, if your hand or your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off. Yeah, throw it from you. It's better for you to enter life crippled or lame than to have two hands or two feet be cast into eternal fire. And it's yeah. like when he's saying that, he's saying like basically he just got done saying about somebody offending you. Yes. And I think that's something that's often missed in our society is that we think that somebody offend us, it, that's where it ends at. No. Mm. No. God is saying, no, nah, they're, they're offending you. You're my child. They're not. They're, they, they're not getting away scot-free. I'm dealing with them. Mm-hmm. And it's not. It's, and it's the harsh dealing with them. Yeah. And I think it makes it when looking at it from that perspective, it makes it, it takes the burden off of you mm. of wanting to even address a person in a yeah. certain way. Yeah. It's like, I can't address, and I think we've talked about this before, I can't address the heart issue with why this person offended me. And that's right. what God is after. God is yeah. going to address the heart issue. What yeah. caused them to actually offend you? Because he's going to make sure they never do it again. Mm-hmm. You know, they at least put it in them like, hey, you don't want to do this. You want to think twice before mm-hmm. you do this foul act or whatever it may have been. Yeah. And once again, that just flies totally opposite how the world teaches. And it, and, it's, and it goes against what their question was, who's the greatest? Because now it's like, well, I wasn't even thinking that far exactly. as far as who the greatest would be, if the greatest would even be able to handle something like this. Yeah. <laughs> that That's key. Because because you know ultimately the greatest is the 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 not the humblest but it's the humble person right it's the servant mm-hmm. right but what you just said is very powerful because Jesus is telling you to be humble to be this um to be a servant in in, in the world but be a follower of me you're going to have to deal with offenses You're going to have to be able to deal with this. And another thing that you said I thought was profound is that God is going to deal with the heart of that offender, 
right? Of somebody who brings you pain, hurts you or whatever. But we, as humans, we want to get them back with our hands, with our eyes, with our words, with our mouth. And that's, I think that's what Jesus is talking about here. If your Mm -hmm. hand or your foot causes you to sin, cut it off and cast it from you. Because that's the only thing we can do. Yeah. We, we can only try to get that person back physically. We can't, we can't change their heart. Yeah, the heart's not going to change. You see it all the time with, with some of the movies. Yeah. The, the villain in the movie, they, they do something to him, and the villain's heart's still the same. He's like, okay, you got me, but I'm, I, I'm still going to come up with another plan exactly. to try and do X, Y, Z. Yeah. And God is like, that's not how I operate. I mean, and that's the thing. When I was talking to my wife about this before, mm-hmm. hell, what makes hell so bad in my mind mm-hmm. is that it's it it does literally that it addresses the heart issue mm-hmm. for eternity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That so, in essence, it's like we all know hell to have fire. So it's like, okay, how hot is that fire? How hot does it have to be to burn an angel that's a spirit? Right. That's beyond our imagination, right. beyond what we can actually think of, and. And God is like, I'm I'm addressing this heart issue with what it takes to address that heart issue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's out of our power. That's out of yeah. our means. Exactly. Exactly. So that's, that's something I'm like, ah, it really casts the burden off of me when being offended. I'm like, well, I don't have to deal with this. <laughs> I may be upset, but then my upset is like this word is water to it. It just cools it right on down. Whatever fire, whatever, whatever it was, it just cools it right on down. Because I'm like, you know, I'm not going to deal with that heart issue with this person. And in fact, I don't want to see what God is going to do to him. Because when I think about how bad hell is for God to come out and say, because it's pretty painful to cut mm-hmm. off a part of your body. And his analogy here, he's painting in order to have eternal life rather than to go to hell. So he's saying hell is just that bad. You don't mm-hmm. want it. Enjoying the show? We'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply share the show with a friend, that will give them a new way to experience Jesus and help us out too. Now back to the show. Yes. And when we think of what's currently going on in our country mm-hmm. about the racism, when we just think about the KKK and about some of the people and some of the things that they did, that's a hard issue. Yeah. And just to think about seeing a person tormented in that, mm. it changes the perspective because it's like, yeah, they didn't like me because I was black. Mm-hmm. Their ignorance. And they, and they they look at me as not being a child of God, but God's wrath. Do I really want to see another person have to go through that wrath? Because the Bible literally states it's a terrible thing to fall in the hands of the living God. Yes. Yeah. It's holy. You like you can't stand before his holiness. So, yeah. you know, it's funny, man, because like we were talking about my wife and I were talking about that today and just racism and how, you know, the KKK, like, I believe they're cowards. I mm-hmm. believe they're cowards. Like, you know, the whole hood thing and, and they don't want people to see their faces. Well, why not? 
You know, like you're, you're yeah. speaking from the heart. You're speaking what you believe in. Own it. Own it. You know, but but for whatever reason, they don't want to. And I just and, and what, what made us start thinking about that and talking about that was the whole Bubba Wallace thing with the, the noose in his garage and all that stuff. And nobody it's sixteen hundred garages out there. They said the rope has been there since 2018 or whatever, but it's never been tied like that. And it's only in Bubba Wallace's garage, like and nobody's seen anything. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Like if 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 if, if you did it, just say it. Just you know, and, and speak your piece. That's how we move past these things. That's how you know exactly. But they, they don't they don't want to move past it. You know, I don't I don't know. But so so to your point though, like we this part where 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 Jesus is talking about hell and and these the the physical parts of the body that can cause us to sin, and you know how we need to be understanding, have enough discernment that that to understand that we are going to face offenses, we are going to face situations that are going to hurt us because mm-hmm. we're following Jesus. Yeah, and. Jesus is 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 just given the he gives he gave the warning about woe to the world, right? He also gave the the warning about whoever causes one of these little ones to believe in me to sin. But in this next parable that he talks about, um, the parable of the lost sheep, sheep, uh, which is eighteen ten, he says, "Take heed." He gives another warning: "Take heed mm-hmm. that you do not despise one of these little ones, for I say to you that in heaven there are angels." Their angels always see the face of my father who is in heaven for the son of man has come to save that which was lost. And, and I found comfort in that. Yeah. You know, just despite all that's going on and we see so many people lost and like what I mentioned in, in my prayer, our opening prayer, like I believe there's so many people confused right now, Evan. Just like yeah. they don't have anything to grab onto. And and that's why I feel like Black Lives Matter is, is big because people are looking for something to glom onto, to, to, to just hang on to because they don't have mm-hmm. anything else. Nothing else is is real. Right. We're, we're getting to a point where. The younger people coming up, like e- even in your age group and younger, they're looking at all these institutions our founding, what our founding fathers had, have said and done and put in place, and they're like, "This is stupid," you know. Like, yeah, that's how they're looking at it. Yeah, yeah. it's like <laughs> that don't make no sense. It doesn't help anybody. Why are we still holding these things to be true? You know, these these words <laughs> to be true, and you know, and and I respect that, but when I when I think about Jesus. And the institution of Christianity and and the precepts and the 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 way way of life and how how opposite it is to this world, I yes. can't help but you know and, and knowing that Jesus came to save us and he, he's always got his arms open, like mm-hmm. that is that's huge, man. That's huge. 
Like I'm hearing my wife was talking earlier this week mm-hmm. and she was saying that the notion now with them, you know, decimating, uh, trying to harm certain churches mm-hmm. um, within BLM, Black Lives Matter. Yeah, I heard about that. Is yeah. that they're saying that Jesus was racist. Yeah. They're looking at- and I'm like, going back to what you were saying, it's like they're looking for something to grab hold to, but I think they are oblivious in a lot of cases, especially the younger generation. Mm-hmm. They're just oblivious to what the truth is. Yeah. Yeah. They, they know some of the truth, but some of the truth isn't what Jesus said was going to set you free. He said, you shall know the truth the and the truth, truth shall, shall set you free. Yeah. Not some of the truth, what? not a quarter and a half, the truth, right. the whole thing. Yeah, and it's like even just looking at this verse, this this verse ten and eleven. There's no racism there, mm-hmm. especially in verse eleven. For the Son of Man has come to save that which was lost. That's everybody. Yeah, that's black, white, Chinese, mm-hmm. Indian, whomever. Mm-hmm. That's everybody. And to say that oh he's racist. Where, but that's coming from only knowing a piece of history. Yeah, yeah. There were some people that used the Bible outside of the context in which it was written yeah. to make people be enslaved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's a fact. Yeah. <laughs> Even yeah. in the Bible Museum in DC, it shows that mm-hmm. it shows that they took different pieces out of the Bible and to make their own Bible in order to. Institute chattel slavery. Yeah, that's that's been known. There's been tons of cults that have been doing that. But to get the word in its full, that's freedom. That's liberation. That's what Jesus is all about. Yeah. It's freeing. It's, the sin is what keeps us bound. The mm-hmm. sin is what keeps us stuck. Mm-hmm. And I love what he says in the previous chapters. And eventually, that sin it, it has a one way ticket straight to hell. Yes. Out of the presence of God for all of eternity. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is saying, I will go after you mm-hmm. to get this point across That's to you. Right. That's right. That's when right. he's saying he'll go after the 99, he'll go after that 99, 99 one, that one out of the 99. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what he's saying. There's no, that's everybody. Yeah. And it's interesting. It's like God is sharing this with the disciples to get a perspective on how they need to look at other people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important for us because so, it's like, this is how we should be looking at other people. Yeah, They're sinners. Mm-hmm. A sinner can't do nothing but one thing. That's sin. Yes. The sin in and of itself is an offense. You're going to be offended by them. We shouldn't be surprised when we have, a, 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 whether it's a political person or whether it's a regular John or Jane Doe. Mm-hmm. And if they act in racist, well, you shouldn't be surprised. They, they don't know Christ. Yeah. They, that's exactly what they're going to do. That's their default. Mm-hmm. That's their default. That's just how it rolls. We got to have enough spiritual maturity in us to do what Jesus said. Don't be surprised when they come. Yeah. Don't be surprised when they come. Just know that I'm dealing with that person. I'm dealing with them. We can't, we can't allow... We can't allow the sticks and stones from Satan mm-hmm. to discourage us from the mission that God called us to do. Yeah. I, I love how I love how Reggie is, how he just is on fire for making disciples, man. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. you got to be on fire like that. Yeah. You got to be so focused on Jesus that you're not stunned all this other. You see it. Mm-hmm. 
but it doesn't become important right. the way the world puts it as being important. Yeah, yeah. You can you can be focused on that one person out of the ninety nine because mm-hmm. that's who God told you to be focused on. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's so good, man. This is so good. So he he tells us to he he comforts us with you know the fact that he will chase down the one. Right. If one is mm-hmm. lost, he'll chase down the one. Right. But I think he he sort of ties in um, the beginning of the stories, the beginning of the parable with this next section. The next section is is talking about how to deal with those offenses. Right. Yeah. First, he gives the warning of offenses will come and woe to the man who actually makes that offense come. He tells also, he gives a warning to take heed that you do not despise one of these little ones. Then, and, and he talks about, you know, going after the the one, right. Mm -hmm. And he gets into this part that is so beautiful. Uh, Verse 15, moreover, if your brother sins against you, Go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he hears you, you have gained your brother. But after that, he gives them all the different scenarios that could go down. <laughs> right? Right? And, and yeah. But it's instructions for life. Yeah. He said, yeah. Woe, woe to the world for the offenses. And the, this is how, from, from a, the perspective of a disciple, perspective of a Christ follower, how you deal with those offenses. Yes. Right? Because it's so beautiful. Because <laughs> I mean, he said he's like, if your hand or foot causes you to sin, cut it off. But I I believe in 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 Jesus's ultimate wisdom. He 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 knew that that's going in one ear and out the other. Right? And even if it mm-hmm. does stick, right? Even if it does stick with somebody, I'm gonna still give you a little bit more. I'm going to give you some practical instruction on how to deal with it through a parable. Yeah. Right? If your brother sins against you, go and tell him, y'all work it out together, just you and him. If he doesn't want to hear yeah. you, get your boys. Let them hear <laughs> what you get with the fall. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If he still refuses, take him to the church. If if if, if he don't want to hear it then, he's a heathen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, I mean, it's so beautiful because because I, I think you you said this on many occasions, G- Jesus gives it to you in a way that you can understand. He gave you, he's saying the same thing like three different ways. Yeah, yeah, he is. But he's giving it he's giving it to you so that you understand it. Because some he's saying the same thing. If if your hand or foot causes you to sin, cut it off. That's the mm-hmm. that's one perspective of the same thing, right? It's, it's just one side of those offenses. That's if you're committing the sin or if you're about to commit the sin. But what about if the sin happens to you? Yeah. Right? It's, it's just so... one, and, and that's from a 30,000 foot level, right? That's just us looking at his words and saying, man, he's given his disciples yeah. the different beasts. And then he brings beasts. it down on... Then he brings it down to sea level, yeah. Y level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if, if this happens to you, this is how you go, this is how you address it. It's how you deal with this, it. 
he and I, I feel like Jesus is showing what he does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Reconciliation. Yeah. He, he's showing us what he does mm-hmm. and expects us to emulate it. That's right. That's right. It's all we offend him all the time. And he's always extending the grace and the mercy coming in our face and, and, and breaking it down. He, I know I've, I know that I've, I've, I've sinned against God before. Yes. I've, I know it, mm-hmm. you know, I, I had my son. I wasn't married when I had my son <laughs> yeah. and just knowing what God says about that and how God never, not one time I can sit back and say that God said to me, why did you do that to me? Why did you turn around? Did you not know what I... He didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. God yeah. never scalded him. He never yeah. instead. He said, okay, you offended me. And it was just like this. In private, I'm going to talk mm-hmm. to you about how you offended me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to meet you where you at and tell you this is how you offended me and this is what you can do to make amends with that sin. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what God is saying. That's what we have to do when somebody offends us extend that same way and he 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 lose that with the parable this parable is just so awesome <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this parable is just so awesome when and talks about for with forgiveness i love what peter asks he asks a very legitimate question mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how many times we supposed to forgive somebody they keep wronging us that's right that's right and jesus is like yeah 70 times seven mm-hmm. like over and over and over again mm-hmm. yeah and he's like, in order to break it down, he's like, let me get this parable with this with with, with the with the with the king and the slave. Let me give you this parable how this how this plays out. Jesus being the king, we being the slave, <laughs> and he's like, I'm gonna throw you in prison, throw everybody else in prison along with you, your whole family. And he's pleading with him pleading with the king and the king is like okay i see it. okay i'm gonna let you go then all debts you know the debt's clear cool he goes out and sees somebody else he's like hey man you owe me my money where my money at jacking him up <laughs> and the dude is like i don't have it i don't have it and he's like all right then go the same punishment that was due to him he's now wanting to issue it out to the next person yeah yeah and jesus is like think about it for a minute Mm-hmm. Have you not sinned against me? Mm. Have you not offended me? And what was the penalty of what you did to me? Mm-hmm. Death. But yet yeah. you want me to forget and not mm. treat the next person like that? Mm. My wife, she made a good from um talking yesterday. She made a very good point. Mm-hmm. It made me think. It really did. It made me think. Mm-hmm. She was saying that a lady at her job was talking about Black Lives Matter and about how um, we as Black people should hold also hold one another accountable for the wrong that we we do. Right. But we can't really say that in the conversation. That's how the lady was saying it. It's like yeah. you can't really say that in the conversation that's really heated mm-hmm. per se. That it may come off like the wrong thing. Yeah. But my wife, how she was saying it, it was like it's 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 true. To, it's true, but uh, she said it's one statement with that, and that is, you know, the whole notion was saying Black Lives Matter. In so many, es- in, in, in essence, could it be, are we acting like the very people that did us wrong and that yeah. do us wrong because the KKK 
what are they yelling? White lives matter. Mm-hmm. How are we extending what God wants to be extended out? How are we showing that? Yeah. If that's yeah. the if, if all we're looking at is just self and saying it's okay for us to do it, but when you do it, it's a problem. And what Jesus is saying, look at your sin the way I see it. Look at how somebody offends you as sin as well. Yeah. In the same mercy that you're begging for, extend that out to the next person. Mm-hmm. Being Christ, being Christ-like, and that I don't, I don't think our default mode is not easy for us to do. Yeah. Especially with coming up, especially if you come up a certain way, you come up in the hood, you're like, dude, do you wrong? You got to straighten them. You got to straighten them because if you don't straighten them, things going to get out of hand. And what God is saying, no, 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 no. You bring him to you in private and y'all talk this out. And if you don't want to hear it, then, then you get the homies. And that's just, it just flies so opposite of what we're taught because you can't be full of pride like that. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you're doing it in private. Whereas before, mm-hmm. you were supposed to knock the person out. <laughs> right, right. If you brought up a certain way, like, show them. everybody. <laughs> right, make an example of them. Right, exactly. Yeah. And nobody would keep, you know, hold, hold, hold out on you again. Yeah. This is so good, man. I mean, you know, what you're saying, because we, the, the, the parable about the, um, the hundred sheep, and, he, and the shepherd losing one, and he go out. He leaves the ninety nine and goes after the one. That that's a it's it's a it's a symbol of Jesus's love for us, right? But yeah. what I thought about because right after that, as you said, he talked about how to deal with a sinning brother, right? And it just made me think, like, why did Jesus put that then? You know, put that story there, and then this other story about dealing with the sinner brother. I can kind of see it from, you know, you know, the, the whole offenses thing, that, that, that theme going through, but yeah. it dawned on me that, and when you kind of gave me some clarity on this, the way that Jesus goes after that 99, it's not that we leave like we physically leave but when we offend him we spiritually leave mm-hmm. and he doesn't like you said he doesn't scold, scold us or, 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 or throw it back in our face he comes after us with everything he has and, and that's what I saw when 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 it when it says the the hundred and he goes after the one, that one offended him, and, mm-hmm. and that and, and, and like Jesus, it doesn't say that in his story, but it's almost like you have to put those two together. You know what I mean? You got to put these mm-hmm. because he then talks about okay, what do you do when someone offends you, and isn't isn't he explaining it? And just like you said, like Jesus comes to you in private. He goes to the one in private and tries to 
to explain your, you explain your fault to me. You offended me. Explain your fault to me. Right. And I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll show you what happened. If you, if you still not trying to hit me, you need to get around some other people that help you. If, if, if then you still like, you still don't get it. Church. <laughs> you, you still don't get it, man. You got a real problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and I just I was like, man, his grace is unsearchable. His mercy for us. Because Evan, I mean, you and I do this podcast, we have classes together and stuff like that. But I'm not no saint. I I'll be honest with you. Like I'm I'm I grew up in a rough hood and if it was, I tell you, if it wasn't for basketball and going to church, I don't know where I would have been. And, it, you know, I don't even want to get into it. But for all the things that I've done, Jesus has never held it against me. Yeah. He welcomes me with open arms and he continues to give me revelation after revelation after revelation about who he is and how much he loves me how much he loves my family, how much he cares about us. How much, I mean, I see it, how, how Jesus is like, is, is, is showing his love towards you. Enjoy what you're hearing. We'd love to hear how walking with Jesus is helping you. Keep listening to hear how you can leave us a message that we may use on the show. Also, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now back to the show. deserve it <laughs> you know i mean and, and you, I, I, i'm like this i'm the same boat I'm like i ain't no saint <laughs> right right right, right. And, and what you said about it's it's very powerful because honestly we don't like if 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 jesus gave us what we actually deserved we wouldn't be here we wouldn't have sure. anything. we would be non-existent but he never pays us, gives us what we what we really deserve. And, and that so awesome about him. It's, yeah, uh, and and that goes back to what we were originally saying. Saying is his world is different. We're and mm-hmm. we're supposed to take that on, right? We're supposed to take on this attitude, this mindset, and an approach that is full of grace and mercy. And in the light of all that's going on, that, and I tell people like straight up, I, I'm struggling with it. I'm struggling with trusting white people. Like that's, I'm I'm struggling with bad situation. You know, I felt slighted. Yeah. And, and but but I'm also like I I don't want to sin, but I, I and I know. Jesus is like, well, you, you know, you need to forgive them, right? You need, and you need to forgive everybody. 
Like, you need to have mercy and grace for it. I'm like, ah, come on, Jesus. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, it's it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. But, you know, Jesus is patient with me, and I I keep on trying, keep on trying, keep on trying. You know what the word says, ask, keep asking, keep knocking, and the door will be open. So I'm just going to keep on, man. But this, this this is... a powerful set of scriptures, man. And it's ultimately what Jesus is saying is the greatest is going to be the humblest and the one with the most grace. Yeah. What I what stood out also with this was the last verse in this chapter. Yes, sir. And, and when he comes out, because he breaks it down about having that of what the slave did. In essence, and how it was wrong, mm-hmm. and then how he was handed over to the tortures and whatnot. But on verse 35, it says, My heavenly father will also do the same to you if each of you does not forgive his brother from your heart. That's right. That's that right. That heart is what stood out to me. I was like, It's a heart that is not, it's so easy. You know, little, little kids, they go at it, and what they say, say, say you sorry. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Kids say, I'm sorry. You don't mean it. Right, right. <laughs> you don't mean it. And it's like, it, it's not from the heart. It's not genuine. I think a lot of a lot of us black people here in America, mm-hmm. we feel like genuinely there hasn't been that sorry. So I seen the thing with um the Christian rapper Lecrae with the Chick-fil-A um mm-hmm. CEO. Yeah. The CEO of Chick-fil-A was trying to quote unquote say he was trying to apologize for white privilege and then he changed and said white blessing. And then he went over to Lecrae and tried to polish his shoes. Mm-hmm. None of that. Mm. It didn't come off as being genuine yeah. from the heart. Mm-hmm. Just to have a quote unquote town hall meeting. A talk isn't from the heart. Yeah, because yeah, the heart is going to produce something. Mm-hmm. I, I love the example. I love the example that Reggie did in class with the Mack truck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it because it's so true. If you get hit by a Mack truck, it's going to be some visible evidence of it. Mm-hmm. So if you get hit by the love of Jesus, there should be some visible evidence yes, of sir. it. So, and I feel the same way. If there's repentance, true repentance comes from the heart, there's going to be some evidence. Mm-hmm. If there's no evidence, then we can say it ain't all, it ain't all the way there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and what God is saying, it's going to come from the heart. It's going to be some evidence. There's going to be some evidence of it. And I think about it in essence of what we covered in Matthew 6. Um, yeah, Matthew 5 and 6 with the Beatitudes. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, "Bless are those who mourn. Mourn what? The sin. Yeah. yeah. It, that's that's the evidence. If 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 I have a heart of repentance, then therefore I'm gonna mourn. I'm not gonna be like, man, those were the glory days. Mm-hmm. No, I can't stand it. I don't want to go back there. I see what it did. I see who the people that I hurt. I see that I hurt myself. I, I understand it. Yeah. I don't want it. And I feel like that's the same way it should be. In essence, okay, if I forgive you, cool." Mm-hmm. I can sit back and, and and have a conversation with you. I can sit back. Hey, you want something to eat? I, yeah, we can go get something. I can buy you something to eat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think a good example was was the kid 
earlier this year, before this COVID thing happened, when his brother had died by the hands of a cop who you're a cop, you're supposed to protect. You're supposed to protect, you're supposed to serve, but yet still you killed him. He was innocent in his own house. Mm. And the brother reached out and wanted to hug the perpetrator. Mm. And when I saw that, I was like, that's that's from the heart. Yeah. That's fruit. Yeah. It's going to show. Whether he wanted to or not, he couldn't contain it. I mean, just how it is with a tree. I mean, this is an apple tree. They can't contain it no more. The, the apples are going to come out. They just can't, just can't be there no more. And yeah. that's how it is. We are God's children. I know you said you're struggling in this area, but from what I see, Malcolm, mm. the fruit of it, mm-hmm. you ain't, you, you're not the tree to produce hate. You don't know how. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God ain't got a hold to you. It's <laughs> like you seeing something wrong. You're like, uh, I have a problem with what they did. I have a problem with what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, I hear what God is saying, and that's where I want to be at, but I don't know how. It's just like an apple tree. An apple yeah. tree is like, I don't know how to make this apple come out, but eventually it's going to come out. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's going to come out, because I'm pretty sure if you see a white person that's stranded, and there's something that you can do, you're going to help them. That's true. That's just, true. just by default. Just because that's how you are. Yeah. That's how God, I mean, God has gotten a hold to you. The Holy Spirit resting rest in you. That's what's going to happen. And I think for a lot of us, that's how it is. If we walk with Christ, it's gonna, the heart is going to show. It's yeah. going to show. We can't, you won't be in front of your kids, in front of a crowd, doing what was done like in Rosewood, mm-hmm. in Florida, how the white people in, in Rosewood, Florida, how when they pretty much had a mob-like mentality. And they were doing it in front of their kids, hanging a black person, burning them. Yeah. Like, that's not going to happen. You yeah. you will actually tell your children, nah, son, don't do that. That's the yeah. wrong mentality. Yeah, you have feelings, but this is not how you're supposed to act. That's right. That's right. That's fruit. That's so good. That's fruit. I feel like that's what God wants us to be. We mm-hmm. we talked about it um, earlier, um, earlier in the week. About how God will meet us, where we feel, how um, how we feel. Which mm. was it Psalm eighty eight, Psalm eighty nine? When he's he's coming out and he's literally saying, "Remember me. <laughs> how long? How long, Lord, would this be? How long?" And, uh, and sometimes I feel like the emotions that we get, we think that God doesn't want us to talk about them, express them. Yeah, yeah, and. God is like, I know how you feel. Mm. Bring the feelings to me. Be open about it. Mm. Be open about it. And that's, thank you for being open about that, Malcolm, about saying, I'm, I'm struggling in this area because it's, yeah. it's necessary. It's necessary because it's not easy to sit down and have a one-on-one conversation with somebody that really offended you and it changed the trajectory where your life went. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when somebody turns around and wants to look, I mean, it, it's hurtful. I remember going and applying for job after job after job after job and mm-hmm. getting treated a certain way because I was black. Like, I'm being told that I have a criminal record. Mm. And in so many words, that's what they're insinuating. Yeah. When you're asking me, I hand you, give you my information, and you're like, so do you have a record? I'm like, you're looking right at it. It shows that. No. 
So why are you asking me again as though I'm lying? And then when I say no, are you sure? Like, what? Not unless somebody stole my identity. (laughs) And it's like, you still don't give me a call back because in your mind, I had I'm, I'm a criminal to you because I'm a black male. Yeah, that's yeah. a perfection. You're gonna have some type of feeling towards that. You're gonna feel mm-hmm. beyond some type of way, and it's gonna come from a real place. You yeah. you are changing how I feed myself, how I feed my family. Exactly. You're changing exactly. the trajectory. Now I don't have that experience that I can put on my resume because I was denied it because I was black. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's good, man. I mean, it, it affects. I, I feel like the Lord is like. I know. I can. I, I know how you feel. Don't hide it from me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's so good, man. That 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 scripture, uh, Psalm eighty nine, is really one of we talked about this. Is one of transparency, right? And and it's, you know, it, it's the. I don't know if you know about the triangle of trust, but one of one of the key elements of trust is candor and candor Mm. is having honest conversations not to not honest to be hurtful or full of malice but coming from a totally genuine place where okay say you didn't do something you're supposed to do and you either you be honest about it or you're telling somebody, well, you know what? You did, you really didn't step up. I can understand that. But like next time, just let me know, you know, having an honest yeah. conversation with someone helps you hold each other accountable in, in like person to person. But yeah. Psalm 9, when you have that honest conversation with God, it speaks to his grace. It speaks to his mercy. Like, like it all, it triggers it. If if we're not honest about how we feel to him, how can we then expect him? Like, it's like, if you don't confess it with your mouth, how can you, we know it's in your heart, but if it's in your, really in your heart, confess it with your mouth. Mm-hmm. And we, we can't expect God to do anything about it if we don't say anything about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in, in Psalm 89, man, it's, it's really, you know, sometimes we can, I mean, I've done this before where, you know, we just hold God at such a high level. It's such a pedestal that we don't even think to bring certain things to him. But that's not following. That's not picking up your cross. Right. So we got to take we got to take everything to him. You know, th- mm-hmm. things that we have like are totally out of our control, but is affecting our heart, affecting the way we think, affecting the way like your example of the job is so powerful because so many black men have dealt with that. Right. Mm-hmm. You're dealing with my confidence when you get rejected for a job or you don't you know, you don't get that call back. It, it messes with you. Yes, it does. <laughs> like it, it messes with you like, damn, what's wrong with me? Mm hmm. You know, like I, I can do the job. I just need the chance, you know. And and so like talking to God about that, man, it, it really and then having him respond and turn turn it around for you. The, the trust is just really solidified and, and really made into um, 
one that's that's unable to be broken. And 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 I and I appreciate you saying that about me because I I believe it. I believe it's so right. I believe despite me struggling with it, you know, I, I wouldn't, you know, be an example of hate to my kids. Like I, I, I wouldn't do that. And I, and I also understand that how powerful the Holy spirit is in me. Like even with um, all that's going on, I'm going to, I'm going to fight to let God's word be the, the example for my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm going to try not to, you know, purposefully go against God's word. Right. You know, I'm, I'm going to be, you know, be diligent, try to walk circumspect and all that sort of stuff, man. But, but like we've been saying, man, it's, it's not easy and you got to be in your P's and Q's, man. You can't be out here slipping. You can't be out here slipping, man. Yeah, you definitely got to be on your P's and Q's. I think it's it's going back to just being childlike. That's right. That's right. It's going back to being childlike. We have to depend on him to do this. Yeah. And that's what, for real. I really do feel that way. Like, you wouldn't do that to to your children. I, I know how you feel, yeah. but put it like this. If I was about to do something and saying, yo, these white people have done, I've had it. This is it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you'd be like, Evan? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're a Jack Newman like, think this ain't you you know it, I think that goes back to we can have the feeling but that don't mean just because we have the feeling that don't mean that's of our heart yes yes you know the Bible God said it's in his word be angry and sin not and sin not absolutely no, we can have the feelings. We can be angry. We can be hurt. And it comes from a real, real, real place because you just can't get over. I mean, just can't get over that. <laughs> you know, when, when you know for a fact this person is pretty much affecting my life, or this this attitude that they have is affecting my life, like it does something to you. And I love that we have God's word to reflect on. So we can so we can look and be like, okay, God, how do I get from where I'm at to here from where you're telling me? Yeah. And just as well, I love what you said. If he did it for the disciples, how he talked to them, mm-hmm. he's talking the same way to us now because he's he's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Amen. And it's like we can come to God and ask him, like, how do I get from here? Get from where I'm at to what I'm seeing right here in red and white, what you're telling me to do. How? How do I do it? And God will give us the answer. And I love how he does it. He'll give us an answer in a way that we can see the change. We may not see the change, boom, right then and there. But when we look back, we're going to be like, yeah, I'm changed. Just how that gospel song says, I know I've been changed. <laughs> right. That's right. It's so good, man. man. Yeah, we done went over. We, yeah, we went over. <laughs> <from time. laughs> but this was good, man. I think it was necessary, too, at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, this is a powerful chapter and and Jesus is really giving you, you know, some real what I call like some real um, foundational things about Christianity and about him and about the kingdom. Right. He's giving it to you in a form that is very digestible. 
You know what I mean? Like in, in, in a way that you can really understand. He paints a beautiful picture, especially with the, the king and the slave at the end here. But it's just um, and and as I mentioned in my prayer, like that's planted in me now. Right. As we talk mm-hmm. through this whole thing, I'm struggling like I can do this now. Like I can forgive. I can I can forgive to the point because I don't want to be just like the people who hate me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want to be like that it, because that's how God is going to treat us, right? If we don't extend that grace, when is it ever going to end? And that, yeah. that's the goal, right? We want this to end. And so I'm just, I appreciate you, man. I, I This has been really good for me. Really good. I appreciate it. Hey, man, I appreciate you. <laughs> really this is awesome. Walking with God together. That's right. That's right. It's necessary. I mean, God never called us to walk this journey by ourselves. That's right. That's right. Man. All right. You want to close this up, brother? Yeah. You're listening to the Walking with Jesus podcast. The show that brings you a new way to experience Jesus with your hosts, Evan and Malcolm, two regular guys walking with Jesus. Now back to the show and the closing prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, dear God, for being full of love and compassion, showing us more of your character, showing us you throughout these throughout your your word, Matthew 18, just to see how it is with being offended, but also having the perspective that you're watching everything. Nothing goes underneath your radar. There's no such thing as that. And then I've seen it in your word. You love judgment. So therefore, when somebody offends us and does us wrong, you, you are the judge. You will judge. But at the same time, you, you don't have desire in giving us your wrath. You want to give us love. You want to show that. And it's hard on us, dear God, because when we're offended and we're hurt and it seems like it's changing the trajectory of our life and it's stopping certain things from coming into our lives the way we're thinking that it should be, we, dear God, we, we may feel some type of way. Yes, and it, it can be very difficult to emulate what you said in your word. Yes. But it's written in your word. We can do all things through Christ who yes. strengthens us. So we're asking, dear God, that we are the light and that we show the forgiveness. Because some people, they get an opportunity to see you by us. They get a, they, they're walking around holding on to guilt, holding on to shame. Because somebody told them that they were wrong. And they're going to always be wrong. But when they see us and we extend that mercy to them, it helps them see you a little bit better. So we're praying that we can be that light to our brothers and sisters in Christ and also to the world. Also to the world. Because the world is full of sinners. And you've called us to go out into your harvest. And we're asking, dear God, that you continue to move them around us. Bless us to be doers of your word and not just merely seers. We want to be doers of your word, not just some of it, but all of it. We're praying this not only for Malcolm and I, but also for our listeners, dear God. 
so that we can be what you called us to be. We're not giving place to the enemy. We're taking back the territory that the enemy has. We're on the offense. We're asking, dear God, for the to give us the vision, the vision to carry what you want us to carry out. Yes, Lord. So therefore, what the enemy thinking he's getting away with right now in our nation, he can't do it no more. Yes, Lord. Just thank you for allowing us to shed in light on us because we're able to see things this way because we've been exposed to the light. We've been in your presence. You. And so, dear God, we're just praying that we can carry this out. Pray you continue to move tonight, Brother Malcolm, and his family. Put a shield around him, dear Lord. And we're praying, Lord, that this conversation that you're having with us, it doesn't stop. We're praying, dear Lord, that you continue to keep speaking to him right where he's at, dear God. Meet him right where he's at, on the, even on the emotional level, because you are a counselor, dear Lord. Yes. You know how to counsel. So we're praying, dear Lord, that you continue to do that. And we're praying, dear God, that you continue to move them around his children and bless for them to be the lights unto their friends, dear Lord. And we're praying that the people that wrong Malcolm, that you may loosen their heart so they can see how they sinned against you and how they affected him. They can see it wholeheartedly, not stubbornly and just saying, well, I just sinned against God. That's it. They have a better understanding saying, yeah, I sinned against God. And by the consequences of doing that, I've harmed my brother who has a darker skin pigmentation than I do. We're praying, dear Lord, that you may bless for them to see that and come into proper repentance with you. Yes, So they do not miss your mercy or your grace. Not on this side of heaven. Because we know it's not your desire so that anyone should perish. Just want to thank you for extending your mercy and your grace unto us and allowing us to be able to participate in it. Because this right here, what we're doing, being able to do the podcast, we thank you for that. Because the other parts of this world, we can't do that. We have been extended that mercy through you and we're thanking you for that. And we want to be able to walk it out, show you that we appreciate it by walking it out, by being obedient to you. Yes, Lord. We just give our petitions, we just lay them at your feet, and we just thank you for being who you are. In your holy son, Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. 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 Thanks for joining us this week on Walking with Jesus. If you have not made Jesus the Lord of your life, this is as good a time as any. I invite you right now to go to Jesus Christ and let him know that you believe he died for you and he rose for you with all power and that you want him alone to be Lord of your life for the forgiveness of your sins and the gift of eternal life. If you do that, you'll be saved right now. Get in your word, and while you converse and reason about biblical things, Jesus will walk with you. If you like what you heard and want to comment, you can leave a message for us at anchor.fm forward slash walking dash with dash Jesus forward slash message. We'll pick one to read during an upcoming show. So record your message and send it, send it in now to join in the conversation. Again, that link is anchor.fm forward slash walking dash with 
dash Jesus forward slash message. You can also subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or via RSS feed so you'll never miss a show. Give us a rating and share us with your friends. God bless you. And until next time, keep walking with Jesus. This was, I think this was definitely necessary, man. You, thank you for being transparent. Yeah. Because it's, that's, that's, it's, it's needed because a lot of the feelings, I have them too. <laughs> you know, have, have some of the same, similar feelings like it. It's, it, but I, I know God don't, he doesn't want us to stay there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, the, well, that's the thing, right? That's the only way you can move on. It's like we were saying, with these um, hate groups, they do it in such a cowardly fashion that, like, you never address the issue. If if they if they own it, then we can maybe, and they're being honest about how they feel about us. Then maybe we can move on. Maybe we can find mm-hmm. some common ground. But if you keep hiding your face and hiding the fact that you actually hate people, you know we can't move past it. Yeah. you know nobody's owning it it's like who'd you afraid nobody somebody had to drink it somebody you know so but yeah man this is this has been powerful man because i'm not actually going to go back to psalm 89 and and really study that some more man because that i mean that's that is um i feel like that that's a trigger point right it's like we don't we don't always bring our our honest selves to god right we we do it in the in in christianese you know oh god thank you for this opportunity to glorify nah like like what you really feeling you know like yeah what what's really going on like god what's taking you so long why are you letting this happen you know like get it off your chest yeah just come clean with god just come clean with him you know like i mean what's I don't want to say what's the worst that can happen, but we've done a lot worse that we've brought to him. You know what I'm saying? And so this is just trying to reconcile what's going on in in this body that he's given us so that we can be in alignment with him, better in alignment with him. Yeah. So awesome, man. Well, I'm going to put out, I think we have, I think 12. I think we have 12 episodes so far, so we're doing oh, wow. great. Yeah, we're doing great, man, and this, this is awesome. <laughs> the listens are growing. The listening, listens are growing. We don't have that much in terms of audience, but people are listening to us, so that's all I care about. Yeah, as, long, as long as God is able, they're able to get blessed from, from, from what we're doing, yep. that's, hey, it, that's it. that right there is enough. That's it. That's it. All right, man. Have a blessed rest of your day. Are y'all going back out looking at houses today or no? No, nah, we won't go back out and look at houses. My wife wanted, wanted to try and do something because in the middle of the week was a birthday. So oh, wow. That's right. Let's try That's and right. go out and try and do something. Do Probably something. won't be much. <laughs> tell, her, tell her I said happy belated and y'all have a great time, man. Oh, we appreciate it, man.
All right, brother. All right, brother. Take care. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye.